0: I'm gonna run a guy my charger really fast. 37%. Don't
1: say anything interesting while I'm off. Okay, let's Okay, so let's just this is what I think. Talk about him. What a little I'll hear this right You'll later, hear this later yeah. but you're an idiot. You're a little bitch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what else you got? man to talk about them i now pronounce you a podcast welcome everyone to another episode of wife watches i'm your host jason joining me is the subject of the podcast courtney hello and we have returning regular guest of the podcast as well ryan
1: chalet oh my gosh it's such an honor to be here (laughs)
2: ryan when was last time you were here i was just
1: trying to think about that and it's been a while
2: was it lord of the rings
0: yeah yeah
2: oh that was january what well what? it didn't release no. till like
0: mm, okay <laughs> Go just ahead. Just reminding you. It was like April. It was months later. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like. I. Sorry, I'm not I got, trying to. <laughs> no, it's fine. Just peek behind the curtain. The first two I got out like really fast because I wanted you guys to be able to listen to them if you wanted to before we watched the next movie. Oh, yeah. And then, so the first two came out in January. Yeah. And <laughs> that was like three months later. We watched The Godfathers. Yeah. We also watched Batman Forever.
2: Which one's the Penguin one?
0: That's Batman Returns. Okay. That's the one we watched in the winter. It's like a winter movie.
2: Okay. was that the one with Catwoman? Yeah. Oh, and Val Kilmer's in Batman Forever.
1: Oh, yeah. Sometime I have this summer Forever we with it. you.
0: You didn't No, watch... you did. You did. Did I? Yeah. Remember? Val Kilmer does like the thumbs up. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I
1: haven't <laughs> watched the George...
0: We haven't watched George Clooney. No. Right. I, w- I would like to watch that sometime in the summer. That's also a winter movie. Okay. Because of the villain. Do you know who the villain is, Courtney, in that movie?
2: Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's right.
0: I think... If you watch that as like a parody of a superhero movie, that movie actually works really well.
2: Have you guys ever been to Six Flags over Texas? I've been to Six Flags in California. Do they have Mr. Freeze there? The ride? No. It's crazy. It's one of the craziest roller coasters I've ever been on. But I was also 13 when I went on.
0: I'm just shocked. My face was just
1: shocked. Learning that news.
2: (laughs) Thank you, Ryan.
1: But the one in uh, (laughs) California did have uh, DC themed rides as
0: well. I w- was always very jealous because n- I've never been on them, but they always seemed so cool. But aren't they just...
2: They're just roller, roller coasters. Roller coasters. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Freeze is like really crazy. And then you do the whole thing backwards.
0: Okay, well, that's really good. Well, <laughs> I am like, I'm the worst at segues. As if I'm like, someone's flashing to me like segway now. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, speaking well, of, ro- yeah. Ryan, we've also been watching
2: the terminator movies
0: oh no what have we been watching collectively oh
2: shit oh god i got it got, it, got it. spider-man <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, well we have been watching the terminator movies
1: oh nice yeah are you gonna do dark fate next no, no. they hated it
0: no i liked it oh, I, I thought it was pretty good
1: i, I thought it was it. like did you hate it no i liked it i've watched it two other times since <laughs> theaters it's like
0: that is that
2: the one that just came out
0: yeah it's ago? the best sequel to terminator 2 of the lot But no, that's not what we're watching. We are watching... We watched Spider-Man 1 last week. We're only podcasting for Spider-Man 2. Because I think we're all in agreement that it is the superior movie. Of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans? I would say Just of them all. Of okay. all Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. Hold Interesting. on. Interesting.
2: We watched this movie last year on your birthday, which we is did. in two days. <laughs> and now we're watching it again.
0: Oh, that is weird. Was that on your birthday birthday? <laughs> that was... So it really was. Yeah, yeah. Two, was on your yeah. Two years shy of... Our anniversary of watching it last year.
2: Nobody even tried (laughs) to do that.
0: Well, the reason why we were even watching it was because Courtney, a little bit ago, you were like, "We should like revisit those," Mm -hmm. which is funny because I kind of intended to because I knew what was coming later this year, Mm -hmm. Um, but you were just why was that just out of the blue?
2: I like the Spider-Man movies. I think I've seen them all in theaters. No, what's the one before Homecoming?
0: Oh, so there's three Maguire ones, right? two, Garfield two Garfield ones, Garfield. and two Holland ones. And
2: I saw both of the Andrew Garfield ones in theaters.
0: Okay, and you like those.
2: I love the Andrew Garfield ones. I've told you before, I got a haircut to look like Gwen Stacy. <laughs> oh, Stacey. everyone did. Had, had like the
0: bangs <laughs> down the front, right?
2: Yeah, very blonde and yeah. straight across bangs.
0: Which is kind of fun because that's actually her look from the 60s. And I guess that had just kind of come back around. I mean, that wasn't pioneered by her. Those were like bangs were back in in so it kind of worked out that like she gwen stacy the character is pretty really well realized by emma stone in those movies like visually yeah Uh,
2: yeah and i just i love emma stone in those movies she's really
0: good i will say that's the element that works the best of those movies
2: yeah the two of them the love story works the best Uh
0: i actually think the second one is better than the first one i know a lot of people that's a hot take i
2: don't really remember the second one
0: i actually think it has some of the best spider-man web swinging on film Uh web
2: slinging or swinging
0: i guess both He slings a web, (laughs) but he also swings on a web. He's a web swinger.
2: You know what? That's that's accurate. That's
0: fair. Well, perfect. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what our relationships were. Because we didn't talk about this really before we watched Spider-Man 1 Mm -hmm. last week. But what are our relationships with the character of Spider-Man growing up? The first one came out in 2002, which is almost 20 years ago.
1: As you know, I didn't really... I I didn't know about comic books. I didn't read
0: comic books as a kid. But I don't know why that surprises me. Maybe (sighs) because you're so into them now. Yeah. It it surprises me as well. Like more than a casual fan, I would say. Thank you.
1: I'd say so too. So I don't really remember knowing about Spider-Man. I guess maybe he was in my pop culture knowledge as a kid. I knew he existed. I probably watched the cartoon that was from the... Whatever year that cartoon is from 94 to 98. Got it.
2: Were you a toy guy?
1: Probably no. I was more into Legos and oh, okay, two um, mm-hmm. tracks.
0: He's a builder guy,
3: yeah,
1: race cars, An engineer, which is funny to think about now. <laughs> um, because I'm not, uh. <laughs> 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 Uh, but then 2002 <laughs> happens, and was this the first superhero movie I probably remember seeing in theaters? I remember walking away from Spider Man and just being like, that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I want to be Spider Man.
0: Well, how do you feel about him now? Is he like, where is he? Is he like in a top five, or are you, you kind of like, yeah, he's good?
1: Funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm not baiting you I know. either, listeners. <laughs> uh, so I still like Spider Man, I think he's pretty cool. The other day, it's almost Halloween, obviously, so I'm thinking about what do I want to be for Halloween. Exactly. So I Google Spider-Man costume, because why not? Um, I'm looking on Amazon. I'm like, oh, do I need to, Do I want to spend $40 on a costume? That seems a little ridiculous. But then I think, right. what about Comic-Con Spider-Man costume? So then I Google that. <laughs> then all of a sudden, $100 doesn't seem bad for a Spider-Man <laughs> costume. <laughs> then I'm like, 150 for a customized to my specific body <laughs> Why not? <laughs>
2: Ryan, you're going to be going to a lot of parties. This Well, I don't know. Delta variant. Uh, we don't know.
1: don't know. We actually, don't know. Yeah.
0: So did you buy it? No, but uh, I, I could see it happening. Look, I have a million questions that, I too. that mm-hmm. aren't helpful for, like, a podcast, I guess. <laughs> but I I, wanted, I want to know, like, visually, like, because there's so many options.
1: So the website I was looking at was, they had a few different options. One of them being Tobey Maguire, obviously. Okay. Um, they also had Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. Um, With, like, the black... Mm -hmm. And then they had Spider-Man Homecoming, which is the spider's like small and stout. There's like little
0: details around like the wrists and stuff that are a little different. Mm -hmm.
1: What I learned is uh, most of them have this like, for lack of a better word, mask, this like plastic thing that goes over their mouth. So when they put on the actual mask.
0: It like forms like a jaw. uh
1: Uh-huh. So you're not seeing like your weird nose and mouth. And then some of the options were like, do you want your head mask like sewn on or separate or do you want a a zipper in the back or a zipper in the
0: front
2: Ryan, i think i speak for the table when i say you should definitely get that costume thank you
0: so much yeah uh, absolutely okay i'll do it okay you guys ever been to like a comic con no i have
2: i did not dress up i was there for work.
0: did you wear any you didn't even wear like a shirt no
2: but like... i should have i like got there and
0: you were the loser i
2: was the loser <laughs> maybe we should all go to a comic-con one maybe
0: we should too. it would be so fun i bet it would be crazy to go to one like yeah coming back out of this oh we...
1: what would you what would you dress up as if we were to go in a couple oh, months
2: probably one of the Avengers. okay black widow what would you dress up as oh, spider-man
1: Oh. I think I also like Spider-Man because of all the superheroes. He's um short because he's a teenager and as someone who's not tall, I connect to that as
0: well. Oh, That's good. yeah. Who
2: would you go as? I
0: mean, I'd have to like accommodate my face short stuff. Like I have a beard and long hair. Oh. Probably Bucky. Oh, oh. Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier. Oh, that totally. would be cool. or someone with a mask. I I'd, I'd have to like put that into consideration. It, uh-huh. would, it limits my options a little bit.
2: Right. Did you recently get groomed? <laughs> <laughs> he looks slick as hell
1: actually yes and here's there's some drama actually um so as you know i I went to a certain um barber for a long time and yeah she was fantastic um but she decided to have a baby which is great for her um but back in like april she left to go on maternity leave and so i had to find someone else anyways she's back i had to like ghost my other person which is
0: always awkward do you think people like barbers stylists after a time, are like, huh? I haven't seen that person in a yes, while. Yes,
2: absolutely.
0: Do you think they take it personally?
2: I
3: would.
1: I would too. <laughs> well, if I'm being honest, the person I had to ghost DM'd me on Instagram. <gasps> this is probably terrible. Um, I just said due to budget reasons, <laughs> I have to cancel my membership because this was a membership sort of a uh, oh. situation. No,
0: I think it's fine.
2: She yeah. has the balls to DM you. Wow.
0: Yeah. Wow. I've only truly ghosted one, and it was it was a lady, one of my, best is one who knew my mom, who cut my hair since I was a little kid, mm-hmm. and when I was a junior, she just chopped off my sideburns to like uh, 1980s length. Of. Oh my gosh. It was right before I went to New York oh my- and right before I went to prom. Oh no. So oh my in my prom pictures, I have these sideburns all the way up. Oh my gosh. Oh no. It was bad. It it was, it was bad. It was bad. Oh, wow,
2: what a detour. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right.
0: No. Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man. All right, Courtney, what yeah. is your relationship with Spider-Man?
2: So I went to see this movie in theaters. Uh, you said 2002. So mm-hmm. I was in fifth grade summer. My cousin Madison crimped my hair. So I remember going to this movie with crimped so hair.
0: You were looking fly as hell. I
2: was. I was. It was summertime. Yeah.
0: Did you had any familiarity with the character before?
2: Not really, no. I mean, I knew who Spider-Man was, but like I came out of that movie being like, that was so cool. It was so good. And like, that's probably why of all the superhero movies, I saw most every Spider-Man. You- I love Spider-Man. I love the story. And he's also just, his, like, costume is really cool. His superpower is probably the coolest, right? Like, it's so cool that you can, like, fly through the air with webs.
0: Yeah, what I like about it is it's grounded, but still, like, pretty strong. So you can do like, some really cool stuff. But it's not, like, too, he's not too powerful. Right. They're, like, pretty, I feel like recognizable limitations to what he can do well like, you can beat he, him up he, he can get like hammered pretty bad like you yeah. could be he could be killed it makes yeah. the fight scenes more interesting mm-hmm. but also very hand-to- hand mm-hmm. with still a little bit of like aerial dynamism to it so you yeah. still get some like really cool stuff
2: and he's like quippy like he's funny yeah i just he's a yeah, I love Spider-Man.
0: Um, I was, like, obsessed. Of course. of course. He was my favorite growing up. I still like him. I'm a little, not as hot on him as I was, like, but in the 90s, I mean, that TV show, I, like, was obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. I remember one of my earliest political memories was <laughs> running home to, like, catch Spider-Man on Fox Kids, mm-hmm. and it was being interrupted by something going on with the Lewinsky scandal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And I was just like, the hell is this? I don't care about this. What is this? No one cares about this. Why did I come home for this? <laughs> and I had, I don't know if you know this about me, Ryan. Hmm. A lot of comics i have a lot of comics oh, yeah i wish i had them here some you have that, some but not like i don't have my huge stack of them they're like yeah. stuck at my home like my parents house behind something
1: Oh. but i
0: want to bring them here but i have tons of spider-man comics that was like the one that i read i had like a subscription i was like oh, wow. obsessed with spider-man wow. i wish i had these they would like reprint very old issues in like these omnibus things that's where I read all these issues they're like print in like black and white I had like six volumes and I would just read these when I was like six seven and eight they would like come out like every six months big pack that had like 30 issues I remember I went to the orthodontist and like I was missing school and like I got I was done with my appointment I was like sitting on like their little like bench thing they had like the setting of my orthodontist office was like in like a log cabin like on this <laughs> slanted hill it like felt like I was in a cabin all like dark wood and like pine trees everywhere and I think I was supposed to call my mom And I don't know if I remembered that. I just read comic book. I think I read for three hours. The assistants would come out and be like, are you okay? Someone to come get you. And I'm like, yeah, I think my mom is just coming. I don't know where she is, but she's on the way. I was also just like, I'm having a great time here. And I don't want to like rock the boat of whatever's going on in my life right now. Like how I end up in this situation. And I think I stayed there for three hours before my mom like, I think called them to be like, is Mike, is Mike my son there? Is he done? Yeah. Just vibing in this cabin of orthodontia. Powering through a Spider-Man comic book omnibus from the 60s. (laughs) So obviously I was like so pumped for these movies. Mm -hmm. I would say, because we saw the first one last week. First ones, I think it's good. Like you said, Ryan, I'll never forget how it felt like watching him like flying through the air. Thinking like, I can't believe I'm experiencing this. (laughs) Like I'll always remember that as like one of the best like theatrical experiences of like growing up. They had just cracked CGI enough where you could really do stuff that looked good.
1: It didn't, yeah. You knew it was fake, but it looked so good.
0: Yes, it didn't look wonky. You could mm-hmm. really like put resources into like full CGI sequences. There, there's a element of his costume that looks like kind of weird, even in real life, like the texture mm-hmm. of it, that lends itself well to even the early 2000s CGI, where it still looks pretty good mm-hmm. yeah. when it's an all CGI creation. The worst is when he's like in the PJs, <laughs> and he's like CG. That one, yeah. that one looks, yeah. it's, it's Aged pretty poorly, yeah. That sequence at the end of him swinging that was like one of the first things they started animating. Still looks so good, it looks cool, it's still amazing. Yeah, so we like Spider Man 1 though. I think it's fine, <laughs> yeah. It sets up the story, it does.
2: It's nostalgic,
0: it is. Yeah, it's a little cheesy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the one that we really latched on for, for a while was his teacher who was like, Oh, yeah, hey, what is going on? The next person who talks will fail this course. I kid you not.
3: I kid, I kid you, you not. not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. And how like he looks like the same age or maybe even younger than like you're Black not Thompson. sure. Yeah, kind of like how we we're talking about with the Terminator movies. I think the first one you need because it sets up so perfectly. The a much better sequel can't really exist on its own without mm. the first one. Well, I was also very excited for Spider-Man too. I remember downloading the trailer to QuickTime.
2: Downloading
0: and watching it over and over and over. I was, just so, I was just so psyched for it. It's one of the few movies in my life that the actual experience of watching it matched how insanely hyped I was for it, too. You know?
1: So. What is this rated?
0: It's PG-13. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I got, like, the, the clean flicks, so we can, Perfect. Yeah, okay. kind of any, yeah. we can kind of make our own selections. From
2: Cougar Video. That's
0: right. <laughs> the year is 2004. George W. Bush is president. This movie came out end of June, can you guess what the top song of the year was? Oh boy. It's kind of an obvious one. Related to this movie? <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> this shit is bananas beat. Negative?
0: 50 Cent? No. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah, go ahead. Burn by Usher. Oh. oh. Man, I knew that was good.
2: One of my all-time favorite songs.
0: We love to burn. It like dominated that whole summer. Uh, Friends finale aired like two months before. Janet Jackson of the Super Bowl. Oh Yeah. Remember that? Remember mm-hmm. that being a big deal. The mm-hmm. dynamite came out that summer. Mm-hmm. Maroon Five, The Killers showed up. The Darkness and Ashley Simpson. Oh, Ashley Simpson, SNL. I remember Ashley Simpson playing at the Gateway Mall when I was there, like shopping for, for school. For like On school a shopping. Monday. It is not a good
1: song.
2: <laughs> or is it? In
1: my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what's crazy is Maroon Five so big in 2004. I went to a Maroon Five concert two weeks ago. Like
0: in oh, this year, yeah. 2021, they are you still did. just thriving.
2: What was the first Maroon Five song, you guys? Heard?
0: This love, this love, for sure. Yeah, uh, me too. I remember watching the music video on MTV. It's like a guy walking down the street. Bow, 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 bow. You know, <laughs> I was like, "What is this new? What sound? is this? <laughs> the kids are gonna love it. I the tell you, ring, 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 George, turn on the tube right now. <laughs> this is what the kids are gonna be all over." And I put like the phone next to the TV. <laughs>
1: Then you see that she will be loved and you just are like, whoa. Oh, I was introduced to that song
0: through Smallville. Smallville was like one of the shows that kept me up on what was hot.
2: I was introduced to that show, the MTV Movie Awards, where, do you know what happened? The Notebook won Best Kiss and Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams came up to the stage and they gave each other a kiss. It was like so crazy and I pinned that on my MySpace page (laughs) because it was that good.
0: (laughs) Uh, Some other 2004 things. William Hung. On American Idol? Oh, oh, yeah. Do you know what Kabbalah strings are? No. Okay. <laughs> Me neither. I don't. Uh, this was interesting. Barbie and Ken broke up that year. What the hell? And Barbie started dating someone else. Do you know what his name is? No. Blaine. Oh. You know who Blaine is? Yeah. What's, oh. Bla- what's Blaine's deal? I don't know, did I very know long. that name. She got back with Ken years later.
2: Wow, what a weird thing.
0: Yeah, big hot items, Christmas items, Bratz dolls. Hell yeah. Nintendo DS. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
2: I remember that.
0: It's June, June 28th, I think, is when this came out. 2004. What are you, like, oh, all, the, all the kids, you know, you're probably getting dropped off by your mom.
2: Why, did, why only me? Okay.
0: <laughs> I had friends that could drive.
2: Oh, I, did, I certainly did not.
0: So I probably,
1: I, I tried to find some pictures, but I think the really only two differences from 16 Me and Current Me. 16 Me loved Jeans. Loved vans, loved t-shirts, mm. but he always also had his puka shells on. Mm,
2: uh-huh. <laughs> was this like Quicksilver? Like, were you ever wearing? Oh yeah, Quicksilver? Pacsun
1: Hurley. It was all about the beach scene. Like, sure. you wanted to be easy breezy. Like, my hair was sweep like uh, swoopy. Was this black yeah, yeah. hair, Ryan? We were getting close to black hair, Ryan. Oh, okay. Not yet, oh, okay. not yet. Yeah. yeah, he came later that year, I think.
0: <laughs> <Okay>. Debut <laughs> fall two thousand four.
2: Okay, we here's what I'm wearing. I'm wearing brown leggings with a mini skirt that is also Levi Mm -hmm. over it. Where do
0: the leggings go down to? The calf? Calf,
2: maybe. Maybe some Ugg boots.
0: Okay. I Mm -hmm. mean, I
2: never had them. They were too expensive, but... Of course. I would have loved to.
0: In my research, they became a thing this year. Yeah. A real thing. Yeah. A real
2: thing. Um, And then I would be wearing like a tight V-neck, like a blue t-shirt. Okay. And then I would be wearing a pink jacket, which I actually had over that blue shirt Great. but it would only come to like my sternum we were wearing like really short yeah girls yeah. could only like,
1: wear short jackets
2: yes only short jackets and then my hair is like scrunched with uh egg whites that's what i used to scrunch oh, my hair with wow yep
0: holy shit and like gel <sighs> that's disgusting i know but did you like do? manually like produce the egg whites or was it like something that you yeah bought? you would
2: like separate the eggs And then you would like stir up the egg whites. Are you being... I'm being dead serious. You would have wet hair, especially if you didn't have naturally curly hair. This helped your hair curl. So you would rub it together with gel. And then you would scrunch your hair and you would use like the diffuser part of a blow dryer. And then you would scrunch it.
0: I was waiting the entire time for you to be like, I'm just kidding.
2: I'm... I believe it. I can like... I'm sure people can attest to like egg whites in your hair. That's...
0: That's, throw a little protein so, in there. That's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I know.
2: And like sometimes by the end of the day it would have dried so it just kind of looked like dandruff.
0: <laughs> yeah. Like, especially if it was like hot outside. You yeah. just like cooked the egg. <laughs> yeah. Oh. God. It's like throwing some egg in with like some noodles. Yeah. You just that's put essentially egg what whites in your hair. Was. hair.
2: Wow. And nobody does that anymore.
0: All right. I'm wearing also puka shell necklaces. Nice. Yeah. I even had it on like a little thing like next to my bed, you know, so, ah. so, I, so I wouldn't forget it. Yeah. Not that I would. You never would. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Basically decked out by like Jason Bishop brought to you by American Eagle. (laughs) Either a button up, sleeves rolled up or polo. Oh, polos were hot then, in
2: 2004.
0: But got like a nice bright white crew neck all the way up under. Pants, boot cut, and then uh, skater shoes for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, like at knees? I'm trying to think where I would have gotten them from. Probably also from American Eagle. And then maybe <laughs> maybe shoes. like a spray or two of uh, my brother's Fierce by Abercrombie & Fitch. <laughs> oh, Fierce smells so good still. <laughs> we're, we're decked out. We're ready to go. So Here we go. We're into. Let's maybe, go. Maybe we're going to get some yogurt after.
2: A 12-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 16-year-old.
0: Interesting Best buds. Best
2: buds, yeah. All
0: right, here we go.
2: See ya.
3: (laughs) See ya. See ya.
1: okay so i have a question in amazing spider-man andrew garfield they lean into or not lean into but like you learn about his actual parents yeah is that from the comics
0: yes i do think they take some liberties with it i think his parents are in it and that they do have like a spy background they're kind of an emphasis later but not like a big part of his mythos yeah that's like a little bit of one of my beefs with the andrew garfield movies It was coming like really off the heels of the McGuire movies. So they're like, well, we can't just do like the exact same thing over again. Right. Even like how they sort of just changed how Uncle Ben says the with great power thing. It's like a whole very wordy thing. Yeah.
3: But your father lived by a philosophy, a principle, really. He believed that, that if you could do good things for other people, you had a moral obligation to do those things. That's what's at stake here. Not choice, responsibility.
0: They change like, how he gets shot. I think it really muddles the motivation of what like Peter's motivation is, because he's like trying to find the killer, but he never really catches the killer. No. Instead, he just sort of then starts becoming Spider Man, and there's not. I just feel like there's not like a clear like the catalyst event. Yeah. yeah. I like how the McGuire movies really tie back like he's doing this because of the Uncle Ben thing. For me, that's how the stories are. Kind of you're missing that he just sort of becomes a hero because he's Spider Man.
1: Because he has these new
0: abilities. And I feel like the Holland ones are even worse.
1: Well, you just jump into it. He's already Spider-Man.
0: It's supposed to be implied that the Uncle Ben thing happened, but it never referenced. No. And so there's not really a tragedy or a reason he's Spider-Man other than, like, impress the Avengers... Or just to be Spider Man. That is such like a key part of the character, and like a part of like why he's like really interesting.
1: At the same time, though, by the time you get to Holland, you you don't want to watch Uncle Ben die again. No,
0: you don't. Ha- but you don't have to. You just you have to like reference a little bit. I don't, I don't need like a whole thing. Got it. Yet, got it. But just I need like acknowledge that it happened. There's even a line in Homecoming where Ned is like, "Have you told like Aunt May yet?" He's like, "No. After all she's been through, no. He oh. should go. He's just say like after everything with Uncle Ben. Uh-huh. No. I don't know. I get it.
2: Sorry, I didn't know you were recording."
0: Oh yeah, well we just were talking shop, talking Spider Man. Just riffing here, we're talking <laughs> Spidey. Talking old Spidey. I know that's like a nickname for him for like the last several decades, but I really kind of hate when people call him Spidey. It's like when people talk about like celebrities and just say their first name, because <laughs> it feels like when someone says, "Oh yeah, Spidey," are you your buddies with him? Like I think Does that it just personally sounds... offend you. It sounds dumb. Um, we're back though. We watched Spider Man Two.
2: Is it just called Spider Man Two? It
0: is. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs>
2: Is the third one, let me guess, Spider-Man 3. Okay,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: yes, <laughs> yes. sure, it is. That's
0: <laughs> what they chose. I threw up some visuals for you. I'm enjoying them. I'll explain them in a, in a second. Okay. But first, Can't wait. I wanted to ask, I mean, we've all seen this before, but what did you think of the movie? Anything stand out? Well, do we like this movie? I don't really know what you think about it. You being you, Courtney. Okay.
2: Upon rewatch, mm-hmm. I haven't seen it since, as mentioned, last year.
1: <laughs> one year ago. But
2: we didn't really watch it.
1: No. no, like it was yeah. just kind
2: of on. Upon rewatching this movie, I decided it is better than the first one. Ooh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> there's just more going on. It's like more fun. Sort of makes fun of itself a little bit more. It's more comic booky. I mean, he's sad the whole
0: time. <laughs> You're dealing with like real yeah. themes, yeah. Of loss. Yeah. Tell me if this is what you mean. Making fun of itself. It is. A smarter movie than a lot of, even Spider Man 1, where there's a lot of like very kind of not generic y things that happen in Spider Man, the first one. Mm-hmm. Like the one where the New Yorkers like save the day and like taunt yeah. the Green Goblin and it saves Spider Man.
3: Come on, don't be a dumb guy, I got a little something for you! Leave Spider Man alone, you got a pick on a guy trying to save a bunch of kids? You mess with one
0: of us, you mess with all of us! And they set stuff up like that in this one a lot and then undercut it. Yeah. In a way that's smart. Like when all the New Yorkers stand in the sub in the train Mm -hmm. and they're like, You wanna get to him, you gotta go through me. And me. Me
3: too.
0: Very well. And just splits them easily. Or like the part when Mary Jane. At the end, is picking up a piece of lumber. Yeah, like she's gonna go save him, and he just swats her away. Yeah, I've like it's great. just smart. It, it's very smart about not doing little generic things like that. Yeah. yeah,
2: I have several thoughts.
0: Yeah, let's hear it because I'll tell you, I have obviously thoughts of why I love the movie. I'm sure Ryan does too. I have a couple little notes, like behind the scenes stuff, but honestly, not a ton. So share random thoughts you might have.
2: I think you would be really good at the opening sequence. I was thinking about how it like summarizes like the first movie. Oh yeah. And I was like, Jason would love to be the one to be like, okay, which one, which like points were important? You know what's
0: funny? I even was thinking about that because the <laughs> artist who drew those is Alex Ross. He's like a really famous comic book artist who does very mm-hmm. uh, like realistic renderings like yeah, that. Yeah. And I was thinking that I was like, man, they probably gave him like. All right, what are like, the eight key yeah. frames of the last movie to really connect like the whole story for you?
2: I know, I was like, Jason would like have such a fun time doing that. Yeah, being that would, the one to decide that
0: would be very fun.
1: Well, and it's cool because I feel like now when you're going to a superhero movie, that's made like number two. Marvel's just like, okay, you've better have seen the first one because we're just jumping. I in. hope I hope everyone's <laughs> done their homework. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whereas back then it was like, okay, let's let's uh, catch everyone up who missed it. But it also reminded me of our our recent movie, um, Escape Room Two: the Tournament of Champions. Does it do that? <laughs> when in the, the opening <laughs> sequence they just tell you what happened in the first movie. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even need to see the first movie because you understand.
2: It's like I'd seen the first one and Ryan hadn't, and, and that was fine. <laughs> I was like, "Do you have any questions?" He's like, "No."
0: <laughs> Do you remember that Terminator 2 does that too? Oh. In the opening, there's like a voiceover from Sarah Connor and she's like, oh, yeah. 10 years ago, this happened and this mm-hmm. happened. Now this is going to happen. Because then it was like, who knows if anyone saw this in theaters? Yeah. They not Like, people owned it on VHS. I wonder
2: if just like we're just so far removed from something like a serial, you know? Like, you don't need to, because like serials recap too.
0: The movies come so rapid fire now too, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there used to be years between us installments. If yeah. you even got multiple movies.
2: Think about too, like last week on Grey's Anatomy. We don't have oh, yeah. time for that. <laughs>
0: Previously on Angel. yeah. <laughs> well, now there's like YouTube recaps too, where you're like, okay, what's happened in the last 10 years of Marvel movies? Yeah, And they just like roll through it.
1: Well, and everything's just more available. That's yeah. Fun. Like yeah. you want to watch something, you can find it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: If you could web sling, would you be riding a scooter around town? I mean, I just feel like I would take my spider suit everywhere.
0: But People would catch on to it. I think that's why. I've thought about this. <laughs> he, he has to. He has to because he's Golden. like. He's, he's got to, a job. He's, he's got, got to nice be in society. Advice. He like broke the rule. He's like, okay, I've got to because I've got, I'm going to lose my job if I don't hurry and do this. Uh-huh. Yeah.
2: Why doesn't Harry with all of his money, why doesn't he help out Peter and Aunt May? <laughs>
0: what the hell? <laughs>
2: Have you thought about this too?
0: A little bit. Well, well, because like, I think some of it is like the old baby boomer pride stuff. So I don't know like if Aunt May would accept the help, right? And it's kind of implied because they used to be, they, Peter and That's Harry true. were roommates. And I think that the wedge from like everything happened with his dad probably was like, I got to move out. But then and he still
1: comes to the birthday party, which I always think is a little weird because he's like already mad.
0: Yes.
2: And he's like... She's sure looking at you. (laughs) Like, you dated her, like, two years ago. Like, it's
0: weird. He's a good friend that way.
2: Harry in this movie... Can we dive into this? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Okay, Harry in this movie is, frankly, a bad actor. Like, Like James James Franco Franco. is, like... Who gave him, like, direction? Because he's not believable. He's,
0: He's never really been great. What In what? In what? Name a movie... To James Franco is like what a performance
2: I actually can't name another James Franco
0: movie <laughs> he's just not kind of just not that great huh? I think he's actually probably at his best in this movie I think this movie kind of plays to like because he kind of has like a vapid bro energy about him uh-huh. and I think this plays into it as like I like the idea that he was just a trust fund kid in the first one had like daddy issues mm-hmm. and has now sort of like tried to become like well I'm gonna like become who my dad was and I'm gonna be like a business bro he like it's almost like he's like overdoing it to be like I'm into business now yeah that's true Nobel Prize Otto Nobel Prize we'll all be rich it's not about the prizes Harry Uh, but you need money you need Oscorp
1: but Oscorp pays the bills so that's right that's why I have to take off
0: board meeting but my job is done here got you two geniuses together good luck tomorrow Otto Nobel Prize (laughs) we'll see you in Sweden and so I think it like plays into like whatever energy he is. That's kind of like, I don't really trust what, like what's going on here. And like when he is like drunk at that party, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, he just feels, this feels kind of real. Like yeah. he feels like, I, I think he does as good of a job as you're going to get from James Franco.
1: Yeah. I think he just doesn't really know who he is. The character. Like he doesn't know who he's supposed to be. Yeah.
0: I'll I'll accept that. But answer. also his
1: hair is weird. And I think that's. Also part of the reason.
0: I think that plays into it more though, because wasn't that like the sexy hair in 2004? (laughs) So that's the thing. It's like, I'm going to get these, and I'm in in all these nice suits now. I got this like sexy, like slicked back hair. That's like a little bit longer and shaggier, like styled up. Like, I, I love the idea that he like tried to just kind of assume that.
2: It's like interesting to see the contrast of Harry, who is a trust fund kid, who like basically did nothing, is like fine and safe and like has money. And then Peter, like, works so hard and he keeps failing over and over and over again and he's just trying to do the right thing the two of them contrasted next to each other is very interesting
0: this is another reason why i'm probably just going to gush a lot about how this movie is like the best representation of my favorite elements of spider-man a lot of that is that he's just like always down on his luck he's always behind on rent. like that's my favorite part of that's such a good contrast to like someone with fantastical abilities but they're just like kind of a schmo in real life that they have like real world problems. That was like part of his appeal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is like the best version of that because they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. They take every opportunity to just like, like really just trip him up in every scene. And It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, it's so good. Really, like, puts you completely on his side because he just cannot catch a break. It's like the more that he tries to do the right thing, the worse his life gets. Yeah. The part where he's, like, on campus and, like, everyone's just, like, slamming bags across (laughs) his face and just, like, nailing him. Like, they do a really good job of him always being on the back foot the whole movie. The planetarium is the best because that is continually getting worse and worse and worse. Like, Mary Jane gets mad at him.
2: By the way, John has seen my show five times. Harry has seen it twice, Aunt May has seen it. My sick mother got out of bed to see it. Even my father, he came backstage to borrow cash. But my best friend, who cares so much about me, can't make an eight o'clock curtain. After all these years, he's nothing to me but an empty seat.
0: Harry is like, I hate you. No, piss me off your loyalty to Spider-Man and not to your best friend. I find him with my father's body and you defend him because he's your bread and butter.
3: Take it easy. Hey, don't
0: push me. Don't act like you're my friend.
1: You stole MJ from me. You stole my father's love. And then you let him die. Because he didn't turn in the freak.
0: Isn't that right?
1: Huh? Isn't that right?
0: Huh, brother? And then right in that moment, Mary Jane's like, I'm, in, I'm engaged. Yeah, and then yeah, Jameson's yeah. like, take the picture of, your, of the girl you like's getting engaged. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want you all to know that the beautiful Miss Mary Jane Watson has just agreed to marry me. Uh, it It is really, like, perfectly executed, I think. Yeah. Just, man, this poor guy. I just feel so bad for him. I know. Him. That amazing. part is really good. Yeah, I love it.
2: As I mentioned, what does Mary Jane want? What does she want?
0: Yeah, I was going to actually ask you guys about this because there's, like, a lot of, like, back and forth of, like, in their relationship. Who do you think is... I think you I think they
2: is- both. Right? They yeah. both have very a lot of... They're like, both to blame. Yeah. There's I
1: also a- think we're missing what maybe was, if anything. In the first one, it's almost like they were neighbors, but that was it, period. E- exactly, Because she doesn't yes. even acknowledge him at school. But then you jump to this one and it's like, you're my best friend.
0: There's two years in between. Yeah. But like, really, well, that's the part when she's like, you came to one of my shows and now you're asking me to call off my wedding. <laughs> Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't know. It's just they both are like very dramatic and they just need well, to
0: This is is all the opposite part of the problem is it's like <laughs> it's you're working with characters with like seventy years of baggage and history. So instead of actually saying like what is being seen in the actual text of the movie, it's like all this implied stuff from like the yeah, comics. That's true. Where it's like, well of course they are in love with each other. But we haven't really shown me Within these movies, I know the characters do. What in this movie? Like, why do they like each other?
2: I know. I don't know if
0: they have chemistry. They're kind of a weird pairing.
2: I also think it's funny that they're supposed to be like 20. Well, that's
0: another thing about Harry, like, assuming where he is in his dad's yes. business. Where it's like, he's like two years out of high school. Yeah. I'd be like a 20-year-old being like, I'm in charge of R&R right now at Oscorp. <laughs> just in a suit. I'll see you in Prague. <laughs>
1: As a teen never noticed it i was just like oh they're into each other i'm like
0: they're they're adults they're in their 20s and like Mm -hmm. they're in love yeah clearly the smallest gestures mean so much in this movie like she touches his face and he like he like shudders when you're like 15 you're like yeah that's that would do that it's funny watching like these 30 year olds now (laughs) Kirsten Dunst was like kind of a big deal in the early 2000s oh yeah um, in hindsight her performance kind of like drives me crazy I could see that she has like kind of a baby voice that she talks with that really mm-hmm. really grates the more and more like the m- more distance I get from this movie uh-huh. do you know what the voice well, i talking about she's just
1: kind of almost whining
0: the yeah, entire just movie <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's like whispery. The worst
0: is when she's with John in when they're putting together wedding invites. And she's like, will you lay back? And she's like,
2: lean your head back for me. Put my head back? Yeah, just do it.
0: (laughs) She kind of has this like cutesy baby voice. (laughs) I know, just do it. I feel like, why are you talking like that? Stop talking like that.
1: And she's just kind of the the worst kind of just weak girl kind of throughout the whole thing.
0: Yeah, they kind of do her a little bit dirty in these movies. Yeah. Like very damsel in distress the whole time, just kind of tied up screaming. Um, I wondered your thoughts
1: on. I, I do like how he is just always down on his luck and just having a hard time. But I was trying to figure out if I find him less charming because of who he is as a who Toby Maguire is now. Mm. Oh, or I did think about that. Yeah. If Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland are dopey in a more charming way.
0: I will say I think this is. Maguire's best performance of the three movies he's given like the most normal things to say and do and behaviors but he kind of plays he kind of plays peter parker as almost inaccessibly odd it's not even relatable you're just kind of like why, why are you smiling like that like it's right. a little off putting like You know what I mean? He plays him a little, a little too weird. Mm -hmm. And I feel like his Spider-Man who's, spider Man's supposed to be like the inhibitions or your personality come to life. Yes. Spider-Man in the comics and like from the source material is very quippy. He's very funny. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the Maguire Spider-Man is not funny, Mm -hmm. which is something I think the Garfield ones do better. I think his Spider-Man is, he's like kind of like a smart ass. He's kind
1: of snarky. Yeah. And I like that. In a funny way.
0: I do think Garfield's Peter Parker is a bit too sexy and like smoldering. You kind of just look at him. You are like he would just bang anyone in the high school. You are not a nerd. Like what do you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like just a little too much. I wish they would have just maybe like took him down a little bit of a peg. I think Holland honestly is the best of both worlds.
2: Yeah, I totally as far agree. as like,
0: and he there is like a plucky, charmingness about right, him, right? Right. And his Spider Man, I think, is also very funny. I do wish he was a bit more confident. The Holland Spider Man, like he, he just messes up a lot like as Spider Man. He seems just like a little more out of his element than I think normally. He's he like should more teenage. Yeah, really leaning into the I'm a high school. Student. Yeah, and like I just screw up a lot. But yeah. I think it's I, I think that's it doesn't really bother me that much. No. But yeah, there's something about Maguire, like he gives a p- odd performance.
2: Is Spider-Man supposed to be clunky and like clumsy and like, is he, is Peter Parker supposed to be that after he's Spider-Man? Cause that doesn't make sense in my brain. Cause like he gets hit by the books and he, I know he's like losing his power for a minute, which I also don't fully understand, but uh, we'll wait till you explain it to me. Uh,
3: Okay.
2: (laughs) You wouldn't be that. I mean, you're still, it's not like when you put on the suit, you're just automatically more like put together and like, but he's like so clumsy when he's not wearing the suit
1: in both movies. Yeah. Well, in the first Whoa. one he catches all that stuff. And he like oh, taunts? That's true. I would say
0: he it's not that he's clumsy, it's like he has like his spider sense that warns him of danger, but if something's not actually in danger for him, it doesn't warn him. So like if someone, if a bag is going to hit him in the head, oh. I don't think he's going to really notice Even if that. He's Spider-Man? I think just it's not on his it's not like an actual threat to him.
2: That wasn't the answer I was looking for.
0: I don't. He's not <laughs> typically very clumsy, but I also didn't feel like he was like super clumsy in this. He, he was just more like had bad luck. Like mm-hmm. he kept going for food that people kept getting instead of him.
2: He trips when the raindrops keep up. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Well, I think that's because his powers are gone too. Oh, okay. So I thought that was more. So what why
2: are was. his powers gone? So. Because he doesn't believe in himself.
0: Uh, yeah, that's actually one thing that kind of is a little sweaty in the movie. Yeah. Because that is a that's a recurring theme, I guess, or storyline is that he like. At one point loses his powers, like, like one time he like he'll get sick or like something will happen, there's a reason why he'll lose his powers. In the movie, thematically it's he his inner turmoil, like his inner conflict of like what am what am I supposed to do has like manifests itself like physically like that. Like mm. it's hurting him physically. Oh, okay. It yeah, it's kind of like a stretch, but actually I put up three covers from some of the very early Amazing Spider-Man issues from the sixties, and one of them, called Unmasked by Doctor Octopus, is one of these inspirations for the storyline in which Peter Parker gets sick. And then he's unmasked by Dr. Octopus. Okay. But he's able to kind of get out of it because he doesn't have his powers. So it's clearly, so people are like, you just dressed up as Spider-Man. Oh. And they kind of teased that he would get his identity revealed to Harry Osborn in the trailers. And in my very clever 15-year-old mind, I was like, because I had read these issues. I'm like, they'll probably, he's losing his powers in this movie. I know that. That's probably how he'll like get out of Harry knowing his identity. So when I actually saw the movie and they really were like, He, like, stands up and rips off the barbs. I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, no, they are really committing, like, Harry now knows that he's Spider-Man. That was, like, a genuine surprise for me when I saw that. No. He can't be.
3: (sighs) Harry. Where is she? Where is he keeping her? her? He killed my father. There are bigger things happening here than me and you. Harry, please, I've got to stop him.
1: Something I thought about when you were, were talking about some of your favorite swinging is how they managed to create this character that swings, but not in a Tarzan way at all.
0: <laughs> There's a couple moments where he's not really getting to anything and swinging you away. Like, when they blow up Dr. Octopus's lair, he kind of just, like, swings away. So you're I like, know. what is he connected yeah. to?
2: Sometimes so. when you're watching, do you just lose your breath? Like, because it actually is so cool to imagine that's what you could be doing. That's... So that, was, that was clunky. What I guess.
0: <laughs> no, that's how I feel at that sequence at the end of the first movie. I watch it, especially on, like, our TV, you know? Yeah. And I'm just blown away. They built, like, a special camera called the Spider Cam that would, like, hang on these oh, wires yeah. and could, like, drop dramatically 50 stories Mm -hmm. and they used it for that sequence in spider-man but in this one in spider-man 2 they employed it for like tons of the web swinging sequences so that you are feeling like you are there with him flying through the city and it i think it's really effective it's actually something i feel like has been missing from the two holland movies because the location has very been like suburbs grounded Mm -hmm. yeah and only at the end of far from home is he finally like swinging through the city
1: well do you remember thinking as a kid growing up in suburbia I? couldn't be spider-man there's nothing for me to
0: I'd have to go to Salt Lake if I was gonna <laughs> web just... swing around town <laughs> There's nothing not here. realizing there's like 10 tall buildings in Salt Lake <laughs> you,
1: you do feel bad for him the entire time but when the daughter of the landlord asks him if he wants a piece of chocolate cake there's something about her that is heartbreaking
3: would you like a piece of chocolate cake
2: okay and a, a glass of milk
3: That would be nice.
0: I kind of want to ask you about that because clearly, like her doing that is like kind of a bit of a turning point in his emotional arc. Is that why? Is that because like her showing him this kindness? I always am never quite sure like why exactly that is like the turning point. Do you do you know what I'm saying?
1: Is that before or after he talks to Aunt May? It's right
0: before because then she's like, "I have you. Your aunt left you a message."
1: Because I really think that then is what the turning point becomes. That's true.
3: You'll never guess who he wants to be. Spider-Man. Why? Well, he knows a hero when he sees one. Too few characters out there flying around like that, saving old girls like me. And Lord knows, kids like Henry need a hero. Courageous, self-sacrificing people, setting examples for all of us. Everybody loves a hero. People line up for them, cheer them, scream their names, and years later they'll tell how they stood in the rain for hours just to get a glimpse of the one who taught him to hold on a second longer. I believe there's a hero in all of us that keeps us honest, gives us strength, makes us noble, and finally allows us to die with pride, even though sometimes we have to be steady and and give up the thing we want the most. Even our dreams.
1: And she's just like giant winking at him while giving him this very emotional...
0: (laughs) All, also it's, it's also funny when, like, because I really actually do love that scene. It kind of like oh, like makes me emotional when I watch it. Yeah. But it's also very, like, heavy handed. <laughs> like, why would anyone be having that conversation just in their backyard? <laughs> but, like, it really is. But it like, works. She's, developed, she's, like, delivering, like, the thematic, the thesis of the movie. <laughs> but, like, it, it's powerful. And that's something actually yeah. I really. This is just, I guess, storytelling 101. I love how his emotional arc, I guess, or the lesson he needs to learn, which is delivered by her, which is, like, sometimes you have to be steady, give up what you want. And what Octavia says to him earlier, which is like,
1: well, "I won't take much of your time." Parker, now I remember you. You're Connor's student. Tells me you're brilliant. He also tells me you're lazy. I'm
3: trying to do better. You well,
1: know, being brilliant's not enough, young man. You have to work hard. Intelligence is not a privilege; it's a gift, and you use it for the good of mankind.
0: How he is able to repurpose those back at Octavius to change his mind. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like how neatly that ties together. I can't destroy it. I won't!
3: You once spoke to me about intelligence, that it was a gift to be used for the good of mankind privilege these things have turned you into something you're not don't listen to them it was my dream sometimes to do what's right we have to be steady and give up the thing we want the most even our dreams You're right. He's right.
0: It's another thing about this being a smarter movie. He doesn't actually win the movie by like punching someone harder. Right. He's even like in a very vulnerable situation with the tentacle around his neck. He's able just to talk him. He's like, like, that's how he wins the movie. I love when a movie is a bit smarter that way. Like that is more interesting than if he like beat him up. Throws him in the ocean. Yeah, that's true. Side note, a real pet peeve I have with this movie. Otto Octavius is just a dude. A middle-aged dude. (laughs) <laughs> One hit in the jaw from Spider-Man, he should be just completely gone.
2: Yeah, but Spider-Man never gets to him, really. He
0: does. He lands so many punches on him, especially in th- at I the end. end. They're wow. and when, like when they're falling from the oh, building, they, on the tre- tower. they yeah. treat him like he's like a superpowered individual. They should have had it so he like with all the arms, he never quite lands a hit on That's his body. That's what I
2: thought was happening. Well, I'm
0: glad. It, I'm glad because like yeah. now I can't not see it every time he. They're just like duking it out. Yeah, fisticuffs. I'm always like this. Wait, this, is, this is like a 50-year-old guy.
2: While we're on the subject okay. of Doctor Octavius, Otto. Otto, a lot of wardrobe choices. Why is he like wearing that well, life beater?
0: Because well, like the beginning. Because check this out. This is like his first appearance. Okay. Amazing Spider-Man three. He is just like a portly man who a lot of times is wearing like just a lab coat or like a big trench coat. I do love how just, he's just like, his like barrel chest is yeah, just like, it's just like, I love like, it. I love it. He's just why
2: like, is it that way? I
0: love it because it's like, he, you know, he's single-minded. He needs to get that tritium. Like, he's like, I don't care what I look like right now. I, I, there's something funny about that where he's just like <laughs> i got my top hat i got my jacket to cover the arms i don't care if like my nipples are just kind of like what's going on Boop. i got like one villain I'm, yeah single-minded here <laughs> yeah yeah it's I very funny though funny. I so, love, sam I like
1: raimi's that. just like we get our we get our villains to take their shirts off but then when he when he first gets away and he's just wearing the blanket
0: <laughs> ever so draped you guys like the sam raimi scene where he, the arms just tear apart all of the doctors Oh
2: yes, I, I actually love that scene.
0: That you've is... shown it to me. Well, oh, oh, I've okay. seen it,
2: but like you've shown it to me. Well, before.
0: that is like because Sam Raimi with Horror. like the Evil Dead yeah. and like very stylized. If you want like a taste of what those movies are like, that scene. Oh, so, I
2: love that. Yeah, I was even
0: thinking. I kind of forgot to talk about this too. Even with like the first movie, it's so weird that they hired Sam Raimi to make this movie. I was like trying to think of what the equivalent would be, and it would be like if they hired James Wan from the Conjuring movies or like Jordan Peele to make batman
1: or like all of a sudden jason blumhouse was going to produce harry potter yeah
0: <laughs> like an iconic character that is like so much money at stake with this character this is our first time to like really deliver this character on the big screen Interesting. so let's yeah. take some like really stylized b-movie campy gory horror director it's really weird It was a perfect fit. His sensibilities, I really felt, were like perfectly matched for the kind of campy, older Spider-Man, like 60s style. Mm -hmm. Very colorful. And Danny Elfman
2: did the music again. I love, specifically, I love when he's coming to take Spider-Man to Harry and it's brassy, like boom 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 like, you know what i mean <laughs> it's so yeah, yeah. fun <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah i mean this is why i think one of the best superhero scores there's something about especially like the spider-man theme elements of the theme itself where you really feel like you're like taking flight we stand danny we stand Dan. love danny beetlejuice was almost our wedding song
3: okay
2: i wanted to talk about the scene with aunt may and peter yeah uh, having tea oh boy that scene it's very effective
3: uncle ben was killed that night for being the only one who did the right thing. And I... I held his hand when he died. I've tried to tell you so many times
2: And she pulls her hand away.
0: Kind of what you're saying about it being a bit unpredictable. You would think in that moment she would comfort him then. It's so much more interesting for her to react like, be like horrified and not know what to do and just be like I need to remove myself
2: yes I think I think it's more interesting because it's more relatable yes it's like you you obviously wouldn't hear that news and be like you'd be so
0: conflicted of like how do I process what I just heard yeah
2: or even just I need a minute by myself Mm -hmm. to like cry or think or like do something and it just was like that's exactly what I would do.
0: There's like some key moments with them that I love, and that's one of them. And obviously like her inviting him over to kind of be like.
3: Listen, about my last visit. Pish posh, we need not talk about it. It's water over the dam or under the bridge or wherever you like it. But, But you made a brave move in telling me the truth. And I'm proud of you. And I thank you and I I love you, Peter. So very, very much.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really like melts your heart. Yeah. The other one that just like gets me is right after the birthday party oh. when she like gives him the twenty bucks and she's like, just take it like, you know.
3: Here, kiddo. Happy birthday. You need it more than I do. No, I, I can't take that Yes, me. you can. You can take this money from me. For God's sake, it's not much, now take it. And don't you dare leave it here. Oh, I'm sorry. It's just that I miss your Uncle Ben so much. Can you believe that it? it's two years next month since he was taken? I think to myself at times, were I to face the one responsible for what happened, I'd. Oh, I don't know what I do. Mm.
0: The look on, like Tom McGuire's face—they really land it. And I, it's kind of a credit to the first movie for making sure that emotional beat hit so landed so hard with Uncle Ben. But like, you really feel those effects through this whole movie of feels so obligated to do this thing. And it's just like tearing his life apart. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, I had another thing too, when he's telling, cause he obviously can't say like the Spider-Man part of the story to her. Mm -hmm. So he's kind of like, I had to go somewhere to make some money. I was like, I wonder what she thinks he meant, went to go do. And I was like, he probably maybe like to go play poker to win money. Like how would you go win money? And then I just remembered again that Tobey Maguire was like Player <laughs> X from Molly's Game. And I was like, oh, yeah, of course, that son of a bitch would be at that poker game, wouldn't he? He's in the
1: 2004 World
0: Championship.
2: Wow, that's crazy. It's so weird. I also was wondering, is there a thing with Spider-Man and fires? Because there are a lot of fires.
0: Well, I think it was just like a Golden Age comic book thing of classic, oh. like, Binks getting robbed or there's a fire.
3: Okay.
2: But
0: I also think there's a lot of visual mirroring of the first movie. So he oh. goes in and saves a little kid from the fire. And I think this one is to show that he doesn't have his powers, but he still went to go do it.
1: He's still okay. a good guy.
0: There's like a lot of that where they like kind of mirror, even when he's like losing his powers, he starts to climb up the wall again. It's very reminiscent mm-hmm. of when he first climbs in the alleyway. And even the yeah. musical cues are there. Oh. They're like a really good pairing together that way. Or like the use of the glasses to signify mm-hmm. like my powers are back or not. Ah. Some smart visual cues like that, I think.
2: Back to Mary Jane and, and him like, mm-hmm. well, they won't they. By the end, you're just like, okay.
0: I do feel bad. For her when she's like, hey, all right. Like, you know what? You should go to my play once. Let's do Let's it. Let's try it. And he's like, oh my gosh. Um, I'm so sorry. I've actually changed my mind again. You really would just be like.
1: You're like, insane. But then you kind of forget about it because a car comes flying through.
0: <laughs> that part is great.
1: Oh, it's fantastic. And you know, it kind of kicks off like
0: one of the best like action sequences like, like I've ever seen. Yeah, I love it. Then it just goes.
2: That was in the trailer, wasn't it? I remember that.
0: I was going to ask you, Courtney, what you thought about the action. In general. In I thought
2: that part was really good. When they're up on the clock tower. Love the train stuff. I love the imagery of them. There's like obviously like Christus imagery. Right? Oh,
0: sure. Yeah. Where like he, when he's they're... being carried back in yeah. the crowd. Which
2: is really like moving. He falls and they catch him and mm-hmm. it's like a painting. It's really good.
0: That's whole sequence, if I may. go for it go on I love it first off some of the best action sequences have such a great momentum and pacing through it there's like a ratcheting up of the tensions and stakes as you go because at first it's just like him and the two of them duking it out in the tower and that's like pretty good and then they get on the train. It's such a great location to have a fight. It's not static. It's always moving. They're yeah. moving around. There's like things around them. There's a part where like an opposing train comes and he just slams against the wall.
2: Yeah, that's and great.
0: That's so good. It's so dynamic. Now they're fighting on the train. Now he's throwing people out and he has to catch them. Now it's like like the train stopping. Some of my favorite action sequences, the same with like how the ending isn't just like a punch out. It's not like how hard can I punch the bad guy or can I land a punch? It's like, you gotta stop this train. How do I stop this train? You now you just have to be clever and i like that he goes through like these different like ideas of how do i how do i stop this train you really see like the physical limitations of him yes and there's something that i like about how unglamorous it is his face is screwed up so ugly <laughs> and like it feels real like he is holding on there's no vanity about how he's doing it he's yeah. just like holding on for dear life and his face is just screwed up in effort and he just looks awful. This is like actually happening and it's wonderful. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's so, it really is very emotional because like lay him down. And I know we make jokes about how he's just like actually 35 or whatever. <laughs> but like when that guy is like. He's just
3: a kid. no older than my son.
0: The whole sequence, I think is just like, it's great action. It also reveals a lot about him and like how smart he is and his character. I just love everything about it. It's one of my favorite composed, like built together action sequences. And the part, you know, they're on the train. You're like so used to that as like a location for action. And when Dr. Oxford like knocks him down, falls on the street. Oh yeah. Musa like cuts out and he like slams on the ground and he like flicks back on, like zips around the cars. It's a very dynamic, visually appealing fight. Like the way that Mm -hmm. they've constructed, nothing's boring, nothing's like flat the energy is always going yeah it's really cool
3: yeah
2: I
0: love it so you love it. Really you
1: love it you love it we get it, <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> no, oh. it, it you're you're 100 right you're right I love
0: it it's one that I constantly revisit because yeah. I'm just like this is such a great example well, of like perfect action and
2: it's like very grounded like there's there's a lot going on but there's not too much going on where it's mm-hmm. like too big for you to follow like you can follow every
0: beat the stakes are so clear
2: yeah you have one goal
0: even the ending sequences I still I still quite like but it also gets a little like blow up-y yeah but this is like no it's a train there's people on a train the train's gonna crash it's so right. simple you're never overblown by CGI explosions or visuals or like things that take you out of it or like I can't really relate to this yeah I like the
1: no vanity because he does make some crazy faces Yes. And you think about like in is it Civil War when Captain America is grabbing a helicopter, <laughs> but just looks amazing he while looks so he's hot, doing it. He so hot like <laughs> flexing. You can yeah. see
0: like you feel like he is actually like struggling for his life. Yeah, yeah.
1: And the New Yorker is like, "You got any other ideas?" Um, I will say something that takes me out of it is the kid that comes up and just goes, "I hey, a thing. <laughs>
0: yes. You know those.
1: That's some director's kids or something. We found
0: something. <laughs>
3: he's, like, he's trying to be
0: like
3: so young.
0: I knew it. Ryan, those are Tobey Maguire's little brothers. Oh my what? God.
2: What? <laughs> Tobey Maguire has little brother?
0: Two of them. There's two of them.
2: News. I'm like I
0: don't know this, but like they're they're both close in age, but very far from his age, so it's got to be like a remarriage situation, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, no, that is true. It's funny that was, <laughs> because they really are like we got nothing for you, <laughs> and, then, and then he's like we won't tell nobody. Yeah, <laughs> just all of a sudden they're talking very ghetto. <laughs> oh
2: my gosh, it's so funny.
0: You're investigating now. I have to. Courtney's got her monocle out, <laughs> her Sherlock hat on. Ever since I learned about that a few years ago, that's my
1: favorite thing to find in movies, is who is the, who's the director's friend? He's in prison. Oh my gosh. Toby McGuire's brother's in prison. And everyone's just like letting these two small boys, no one's claiming them. Come
0: forward. Yeah. Yeah. Who are your parents? Gosh. I got some, I got some little tidbits behind the scenes if you would like to hear them. So first Spider-Man was a huge hit. They immediately greenlit this movie with a budget of 200 million.
1: What was the budget for the first one? Mm. Do you know? I don't know. That's okay.
2: Ooh, my Mark against you.
0: The three covers I pulled up are inspirations for this film. The first one I told you, Unmasked by Dr. Octopus, Amazing Spider-Man, issue number 12. It's where Spider-Man gets sick and loses his powers. Uh, also, the introduction of Dr. Octopus and his origin. But this is the most influential issue, which is Spider-Man No More, where he decides to give up being Spider-Man. There's a very famous panel in the issue, oh. Oh, it's kind of blurry, I'm sorry. The shot of him with the Spider-Man costume hanging out over the garbage can and Peter's walking away. I love when comic uh-huh. book movies take very famous panels and recreate them in story. I just, It just like really scratches like a part of my brain where I'm like, yes, there it is. Like my thing that came to life. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: and it's just cool. Yeah, it's cool for the
0: fans. That's my favorite kind of Easter egg. Earlier drafts had a very younger Octavius. So it was in a love triangle with Peter and Mary Jane. Whoa. And he, he was the one who had created the genetically altered spiders. And is the one responsible for Peter losing his powers. I'm glad they went the other way. Yeah,
2: that's a lot. I like that he basically is like, I don't really have anything anymore. You know, his like wife dies, so mm-hmm. he's like, Well, I'm just gonna I guess Be really obsessed commit. with this. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. Tom McGuire suffered some back problems filming Sea Biscuit in between Spider-Man one and two. Sony debated recasting him. Wow. um I'd also I've also heard, I don't know, that it was really a way for him to try to like renegotiate to try to get more of a salary. I'm the face of this now, give me more money for the sequel. And they were kind of we will recast you a drop of a hat you little dick <laughs> the person they had in mind was jake gyllenhaal weird who maybe might have been a better choice well all weird, along.
2: weird because he's in spider-man well
0: I, that's kind of like i think that's why kind of not why oh, he got cast but like, like they Easter were like oh people. yeah like yeah. yeah he's mysterio but they kind of make a joke about it when spider-man falls hits his back and he's like my back
2: oh my back oh
0: that stunt whoever that stunt guy is who hits the car then like Bashes into the other car That is one of the Most painful hits I've ever seen A person take Totally You're like Ooh (laughs)
2: But you can see The the wig Like You know it's not Like obviously It's not Tobey Maguire But
0: like It is like A really bad wig Even when he's on the scooter I could kind of tell When it was Not Tobey Maguire Or Um, there's a
2: part Where Dr. Octopus Is thrown against something And you can tell It's like a dummy
0: That's always really good Speaking of (laughs) dummies I really did like that. I shouldn't have anything to follow up. <laughs> I, always, I love watching for that. I sure. know I'm overdoing it.
2: Sure. Yeah. <laughs> You're buttoning it up a little bit too much. Okay.
0: Um, I had a couple of different people they considered for Otto Octavius, including Ed Harris. I want you to tell me if you think these would be good options. Okay. Ed Harris. Okay. Chris Cooper. Who's that? The dad from... Uh...
2: Got it. I know. I already know. <laughs> what the hell just happened?
0: <laughs> Sam Neal. That was uh, actually kind of no. my, my like favorite choice for it. Christopher Walken, oh Bill, uh, Robert De Niro.
3: <laughs> that would have been
2: no.
0: You probably noticed this. They like built those arms. Like sometimes it's obviously CGI, but a lot of, it's like props. that Arms, you know. They, yeah. they built these arms, these huge arms that they were 13 feet extended each. Yeah. each those the were arms. really cool. The gear Alfred Molina wore weighed 75 pounds. Each tentacle was controlled by four people. So they had these puppeteers. Even went as far as to give them like different, unique personalities. And if you notice, like the bottom two are like bulkier, Uh and then the top like fingers. They're all kind of the same in the comics. But I like that they They have personalities. They were awesome. It was very beautifully realized on the big screen. Mm -hmm. I love what a great translation of how those worked. Two other things: Kirsten Dunst dyed her hair red in this movie, as opposed to wearing a wig in the first one. Because remember, it kind of looked off, too dark, maybe like it didn't. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, she dyed it in this movie.
2: I really hated her hair in this movie. But she's just kind of like pasty and like, I feel like they wanted her to look more glam than she did. Mm. Like She's got her life together and she just kind of looks like she's falling apart. Her oh. hair's kind of stringy and...
0: No, it doesn't look sl- sloppy, but just kind of like... Just kind of average. Yeah, just <laughs> kind of like,
2: and then, oh. I mean, at the end, she looks great. I thought that they, they were up for best kiss. Maybe they were in 2002 and they won it.
0: I guarantee they won in 2002 because the upside down kiss...
2: They won. Fish who are they, who are they up Lander. against? Yes, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner in Daredevil, which whoa. Well, this is when they started dating. Drumline, Nick Cannon and Zoe Saldana. That's a whoa. weird pairing. Punch Drunk Love, Adam Sandler and Emily Watson. Oh, sure. Gangs of New York, Leo DiCaprio and Cameron Diaz. Star
0: Wars should have been on there. They have a good kiss. Well,
2: when did that come out?
0: Two or three weeks after Spider Man. In two
2: thousand two. Yep. Weird.
0: And see, Daredevil came out in Valentine's Day 'oh three, so I don't know what they're like voting. Yeah, period it's is. like
2: a. Uh, it's like the Oscars. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> no, I meant like... <laughs> no, I know. I
0: know. <laughs> okay, so this movie came out June 28th, 2004. It made $788 million, which is $1.1 billion in whoa. 2021 dollars. Big hit. Not the biggest hit of the year. Shrek 2. <laughs>
1: Okay, but Shrek 2 yeah. slaps. I know. <laughs> I know. Literally. I know. Shrek 2. My memories
2: of Shrek 2 are a hard day swimming with you in the summer of 2016. And then taking a nap while watching Shrek 2 in my parents' cold, cold basement. Doesn't that sound like the dreamiest uh, afternoon? That
0: the best day. It world.
2: was. Oh, it was so fun. Anyway.
0: It also won an Oscar for Best Visual Effects. It should. Yeah. yeah they look great. It deserves that. That shot of Dr. Octopus dying in the river. It's all CGI.
2: That's crazy. Because that hadn't really been done before. Well, A lot. Like, not well. It
0: it looks so good. I was ready to look for it because I knew that. I was like, I wonder how that has aged. And it looks really good. I don't have all my collection here. But these are, like, the potentially expensive ones I might have. I'm not putting this out there that I have anything worth stealing. (laughs) But, like, 50 bucks tops. But, like, I do have issue 300. Of the Amazing Spider-Man, which is the first appearance of Venom. Spectacular Spider-Man issue 200, which is that the, one's cool. The death of Harry Osborn.
2: So Harry dies
0: in the comic books.
2: Is that Harry? Yes. So he comes back. And he really does come back as Green Goblin.
0: You don't really remember how these movies pan out, huh?
2: Not the third one,
0: no. How oh, interesting. I remember being so because, like, that's a big storyline: is he gets like haunted by his father, like Hamlet style. And yeah. then he becomes the Green Goblin again. And so, like, at the end of this movie, he sees the vision of Norman. And then he's at Mary Jane's wedding and his bow tie is green. green. Yeah. I was just like,
2: holy shit.
0: So pumped for Spider-Man 3. <laughs> but he
2: doesn't, does he, he's not the Green Goblin in Spider-Man 3. I do know that, right?
0: It's a bit of a letdown.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I knew that.
1: Um, I just want to say that Courtney and I are passing comic books <laughs> like when the teacher passes around a visual aid.
2: <laughs> when the teacher's passing around a geode. <laughs>
3: and he's like,
0: look at it for a second and then pass it to the next person. Wait, wait, wait. Did you know that's what the Green Goblin looks like in the comics? Yeah, um, I
3: did know that.
0: That's why I don't love his look in Spider-Man 1. It looks kind of like Power Ranger-y.
2: But like, if he was dressed like that, he would look so stupid. I know, no,
0: but like, I feel like you... I've shown you the footage yes. of like, I feel like there's ways to realize that a bit better on screen than they Have did.
2: Have you seen it right? Green Goblin dressed as that?
0: He'd be like a gnome, a goofy looking yeah. gnome. I know. I actually think... Do you remember in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the Andrew Garfield one where Dane DeHaan as Harry Osborn becomes like the Green Goblin? Yes, yes, yes. I actually kind of like that. Like he looks like creepy and gross. I would have been kind of more okay with that, doing that to Willem Dafoe somehow.
2: I love Harry Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man. Cassie and I saw it and we were like, that guy's so hot.
0: Dane (laughs) DeHaan?
1: Dane DeHaan?
2: He's like so... He's got
1: sad boy energy? Yes,
2: exactly. (laughs) He's tortured in that movie.
0: As weird as it is that we unwittingly watched this almost to the day a year later, we also did not intend to watch these movies, hours removed from the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Oh my gosh. Where, if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it right now, but you see Alfred Molina's Dr. Octopus show up again, digitally de-aged, and a goblin bomb, and you hear Willem Dafoe's laugh. Yeah. So my question is, do you think he's going to have an updated version of that suit? Or is it gonna just be all CG like all CGI? Willem Dafoe, I bet, is in the movie. He's been asked, and he kind of won't say anything which is like okay well that means you're in the movie alfred melina already spoiled it i think that's why they even showed him in the trailer because they're like oh, everyone knows everyone knows allegedly sandman could be in it i know that jamie fox's electro is coming back he's Whoa. been announced Give but the movie. what about
2: toby Maguire and andrew garfield now is that too too high of a like Hulk? i can
0: say with almost complete confidence they are definitely in the movie yeah but no one will confirm it and i guess if they aren't then in some ways that sort of makes sense this could also happen maybe they show up in the Doctor Strange movie which is the Multiverse of Madness directed by Sam Raimi right like this can't all be a coincidence that yeah. Raimi's there. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah.
2: But
0: Maguire is definitely showing up. We will see Peter Parker again, right?
2: We just know he's a piece of shit now.
0: We'd love to see Andrew Garfield again. If anyone's been done dirty, it's him. Yeah.
2: I just love Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I
0: wish someone would make almost like a romance cut of those two movies. Cut all the other Spider-Man storylines and just have the storyline be about Peter and Gwen. That's the strength of those movies
2: that sounds like your next project be a
0: good movie that would be really fun to like try and see if that's even makes any sense you yeah. know favorite moment in spider-man 2
2: mary jane's monologue where she says you're near nothing more than an empty chair because you're look, like oh he's trying so hard that
0: whole planetarium thing is just
1: gutting yeah, and you're yeah. like oh yeah i think as as heavy-handed as it is i really do like aunt may's speech monologue because she's not only talking to him but she like you said is is teaching everyone what is good and what is right which you don't always get in a movie like this
0: i saw a tweet today even because everyone's talking about these movies now because of that trailer the moral of a movie being sometimes like doing the right thing is more important than being happy is a lesson that a lot of movies are not brave enough to do
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah because yeah the message we get all the time is well if you do what's right it's gonna work
0: out obviously i love so much like the train sequence is amazing, but I really like when they button it together and he's like talking to Octavius and like, appealing to his humanity, pulling all of the themes neatly together. You could argue like it's a bit on the nose, you know, and maybe like too neat, but I still like it. Least favorite part, where'd we lose you? <gasps>
2: Maybe the part that's kind of the end, it gets really big when okay, yeah. when the whole thing crashes down. Not very interesting. You kind of just know where it's going. So maybe I'd say that. Um, that's the thing. I don't really have a least favorite part.
1: I mean, it's not exhausting, but by the end of him sort of just being beat up, it's kind of like, okay, we, we get it. He, the world isn't great for Peter Parker. Actually, actually, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love the raindrops is falling on my head.
0: <laughs> oh, I think that's so funny. Really?
1: <laughs> it kind of just takes me
0: out of it. and I'm like, okay. I think for me, it's a lot of the Dr. Octopus building a thing now. And talking <laughs> oh. to his arms. It's
3: good, yeah. Talking
1: I, to his
0: arms. And I like that it's, it's very telling that the plot of the movie is more boring to me than like the character work. It's like, I want to get to more like character scenes uh-huh. between Peter and Aunt May instead of watching these CGI arms do stuff. Favorite and least favorite character?
1: I think my favorite character is jameson he's especially great in this one he's yeah he's silly. he's just firing on all cylinders
2: harry's my least favorite okay my favorite aunt may's great in this one she
0: really is she's
1: good
2: she's very relatable the no. interaction
0: scene she's like it's kind of fun
2: it is how she finds the ground and she looks up thank
0: <laughs> you oh
1: my my least favorite is toby Maguire's little brothers i
0: don't know my favorite might be jameson too like it's like pound for pound like mm-hmm. he's just every scene he's so funny in he's, he's like, just magnetic like right yeah. casting yeah uh, and then least favorite might have been mary jane Maybe just because yeah. of your baby voice. Something you really laughed at, Courtney, was John Jameson, Colonel John Jameson, <laughs> leaping over. That the, was
2: ridiculous. That was
0: very extra. <laughs> My girl's in trouble.
2: Yeah, he's like a throwaway character to me. He's like, eh, whatever. He should have been it's played by nice James Marsden. That's a very James Marsden role.
0: Wow, that is. Like, that is. <laughs> just yeah. like the nice guy that you're like, that's too bad because he's so good looking and like he's just a good yeah, guy. I'm sure he's but fine, yeah. but Very vanilla, I guess.
2: Uh, this is a memory from one of our first dates, which also happened this week.
3: <laughs>
2: we went up to the Capitol just to, like, I don't know, sit on the steps and hang out at the Capitol. And Jason gushed about Spider Man Two. I mean, like, he said, like, I really love Spider Man Two.
0: And I was like, I don't think you understand. Yeah,
2: and then he was. I was like, Oh yeah. yeah. And he was like, No. I love Spider-Man too, and he gushed about it for like 40 Let te- minutes. Let me
0: tell you how it altered my worldview as a child.
2: And it was great. It was a great conversation, but that was the first time I've ever, I was like, oh, he loves Spider-Man. Yeah. I remember
0: that. Do you remember there were so many people there yeah, you, on the Capitol grounds? Did, it was like nighttime.
2: Did you shed a tear that night?
0: I don't know. Like and, I, and I'm not, I'm not just like being like, ah, no. No, bro. no, no. I got emotional watching this tonight. Yeah. The, anytime I really think about the Aunt May, sometimes you know when think you're just thinking about something random, like a movie you've seen a million times, and like a random thought will just catch you and I'll just be like, "Oh, yeah. holy, holy shit!" You know, I've like pull over for a second. <laughs> the Aunt, the Aunt May speech is what gets me a lot, but like, the, yeah, him as just like a character, it really does like kind of like overwhelm me if I think about it too much. Of like, wow, like wouldn't that isn't that wonderful to think that there are people like that in the world? Yeah. that would still do the right thing, even though it was their life coming apart. Not in spite of that, directly because of that. Yeah. His Spider-Man testimony. Yeah. <laughs> testimony of Spider-Man too. He did. <laughs> I
1: also feel like Spider-Man definitely appeals to, a, I think, a wider audience than a lot of the other superheroes mm-hmm. and just Marvel in general. Um, so the it's, it's cool to be in the world where people are still so excited to see Spider-Man.
0: He's like yeah. one of the best fictional characters ever written. Which is silly to say about like a comic book. It's not, but like he is, and like that's he connect, There's a reason why he's as enduring yeah. as he is. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ryan, thank you for coming on the oh podcast. Thank you. I know we still have. We're still going to watch Batman Three next week. Well, we're not going to podcast about it, but thank you for joining us. Hey, again. it's been my pleasure.
2: If you want to find us on the podcast, sorry. If you want to find us on the internet, <laughs> 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 if you want to find us on Instagram, we're at wife watch. At, Sorry. You, <laughs> find us on Instagram at wifewatches. Find us on Twitter at wife underscore watches uh, Shoot us an email at mywifewatchesmovies at gmail.com. Call us at this number and uh, watch you later.
0: Watch you later. Watch you later.
2: And remember, with great power comes great responsibility.